Shakur Stevenson's price went up. I expect him to see him on pay-per-views now. Granted, I'm a guy that likes to economize my economic resources, as I stated before, but I would pay to watch this dude, you know, on pay-per-view. And now that Tyson Ferry is leaving top rank, and you got Crawford still there, who's going to have this mega fight, who is that other guy? Live yeah. in the huddle. Yo, I mean, Saturday night, bro. I was just there chilling. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. Just chilling. I was chilling. You know, the game came on. I just finished watching the MOB. I saw Zay in the crowd doing a wave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was just there just, just chilling, you know, waiting for the fight to come on. And then um, I'm watching the undercourt. It was it, it, I won't say it was a good undercard, but it had good fighters. Like, you know, you're talking about Ali's grandson. I saw mm-hmm. that. Another dude, I forgot his name. This is the first time I ever seen him fight. Um, He was on the undercard. Dude from, um, I believe he's from, I don't even, I forgot. I think he's from Georgia, something like that. Dude was, he's another star in the making. And then we get to this main event of Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez. And what I saw before my eyes was something that I can't explain. But guess what? I'm going to try to explain it. Shakur Stevenson overwhelms Oscar Valdez to unify the super featherweight title. Did Shakur Stevenson prove he is the biggest young star in boxing today? And you know what, Zay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he's the future. Mm-hmm. He's the future of boxing. He sold me. He sold me in this fight. Not that I ever doubted his skill set. Always knew he was a great all-around offensive and defensive fighter. But I need to see a test for me to really, really decipher my mind if you made it that stuff. I need to see the test. Oscar Valdez was that test for me to see, all right, this guy is legit. Listen, I know Oscar Valdez is not a smart fighter. He's not smart at all. He's not intelligent. He's, he's a guy that is a pressure fighter that has power that you still have to respect. He's not intelligent, but he still has a punch. And most punches are not intelligent fighters because they believe their power can bail him out. And he could punch. This was not an easy slouch over here, Oscar Valdez, we're talking about here. And Shakur Stevenson dominated the fight. I mean, from round one, when I go back to the intelligence, you can see that Oscar Valdez was a little bit antsy. He had a couple slips in round one, and Shakur Stevenson was the more smarter fighter from the gate. I mean, his ring IQ. All right, what he's able to do, neutralizing Oscar Valdez, a guy who's a pressure fighter, and being able to control the distance, being able to control the ring. He was able to do that. Um, Oscar Valdez was able to, to get caught in the sixth round. Once again, not being smart. He got caught with a left hook, ran right into the ropes. Not smart. You see, the guy wasn't a smart fighter. And I think this fight was more about the smarts than it was anything else. Shakur Stevenson is a smart fighter. And having that smart will take you places. I thought um, Valdez had some success in round three, in particular, where he committed more to the body to cut mm-hmm. off the ring for Shakur. And I thought by him sticking with that plan, he would have been able to have more success. He didn't. He aborted the plan. I felt that he did a terrible job of not committing to take a punishment on the inside to land his shot. Sometimes you got to take a blow to get a blow. He wasn't able to commit to that. And I think that's more so of the power and speed of Shakur Stevenson. But clearly, he's getting something back that he's feeling, which forces him not to commit on the inside to take that punishment to land his shots. He wasn't going to box from the outside. The only way 
His pathway to victory was being able to take punishment to land punishment. He wasn't able to do so in this fight. Also, you know, um, the other round that I would give to him, Valdez, and it was only two rounds I gave to him. It was a later round. I forgot which round it was. I think it was the... It was a late round where he outlanded Shakur 50 to 38. But other than that, um, he wasn't blitzing Shakur. He was not blitzing Shakur at all. And Shakur literally had his way like McDonald's. To answer the question, Shakur Stevenson is the future of boxing. He reminds me of Floyd Mayweather. That pullback style, ability to make opponents miss, connecting with counters, and having a strong ring IQ. That's Floyd Mayweather like. I'm watching this duel. I'm like, he reminds me of Pretty Boy Floyd. Mm-hmm. That's what he reminds me of. Now, granted, I still think Tank could be this guy that we are talking about here in this discussion. He has yeah. the power to knockouts, pack stadiums, it packs pay-per-view. He's already a pay-per-view star, more so than Shakur Stevenson is. But I think now Shakur Stevenson's price went up. I expect him to see him on pay-per-views now. Granted, I'm a guy that likes to economize my economic resources, as I stated before, but I would pay to watch this dude, you know, on pay-per-view. And now that Tyson Ferry is leaving top rank, and you got Crawford still there, who's going to have this mega fight, who is that other guy? That can be Shakur Stevenson, right? We know Lomachenko is a star too, but Lomachenko is more so closer to the end than the beginning. Shakur mm-hmm. Stevenson is at the beginning. We got 10 years to witness greatness. And I think greatness started on Saturday night. That's 100% correct. I think greatness of Shakur Stevenson is um, going to be um, outstanding to say the least. I think he's still very young in his career. It's just the beginning. You know, I think this is going to be something to look forward to as he continues to grow. And we'll like to see more of this power of that he showcased in this fight. And maybe, and hopefully that we see that going forward with more knockouts, maybe more uh, defining moments in his career where he's showing us that he's the best boxer currently in the ring. And I hope that he continues to show that. I love the confidence. I love him saying, you know, I told you I'm a superstar. I told you I this, and I hope he continues to back it up because some guys, you know, once they get to the top of the world, they feel like that's it. They forget that they have to now protect the top of the world. And hopefully we see that within his character and how he, he fights. Hopefully he doesn't become... Adrian Broner 2.0, you know, that, that's the biggest worry of any, any young boxer. We see how talented these boxers are, but sometimes they get way over their head. They think they're just way above the discipline and the trainings and knowing what it means to be that guy in the ring. And hopefully he continues to work hard and become that guy. I think Shakur Stevenson, when he looks at um, top rank, like you stated, or other um, promotions, he has to make sure that they have a good um, track record, meaning like he's not going to be swallowed up into the superstardom where he loses sight of what's the most important as being the number one guy in that ring. But Shakur Stevenson, like I said it before the fight, I said it a while ago, I said it in my top 10 list. I feel like he's going to be one of the top 10 box hopers, um guys um, this year in all the sports. I think he's going to bring, he's going to be the one to revitalize what it means to watch boxing and how it, how it kind of engages the crowd and brings the crowd out to watch him fight. I hope that um, I'm not wrong because I think Shakur Stevenson is very talented. And I think any guy that he stands across of, he's going to beat nine times out of ten. I want to see him against the biggest star. I, mean, I think he's ready. I think as young as he is, I know they're still trying to quote-unquote build his image. So we're going to still see a lot of those tune-up fights in a sense, I'm going to call them, until he fights a real big star in boxing, which is going to suck because that means five more years of just him beating up guys that he's way above <laughs> until we see one of those, uh, one of those uh, superstar fighters. 
But Shakur Stevenson is the future. Damn near, he may be even the future's now kind of thing. Because I think right now, if Davis does decide to retire for whatever reason after this last fight or goes to a different promotion, we don't know what he's going to do yet. Shakur Stevenson may be that guy looked upon as, okay, I'm here to take over. Let's start it. I mean, if Davis were to retire, I mean, that would be, that'd be a joke. That would be, dis- be disgusting. But, you know, he said it a lot of he talked, about, he, he talked about retiring? Yeah, he's like, you know, I don't want to do this forever. You know, I, I want to get into the trucking business. Like, he's already talking as if he's already one foot out the door. Like, the guy, the guy, that's, that's, that's what, like, what I heard from interviews. Like, Davis is like, he's doing a fight thing, and he's saying that the people around him is more in love with the fighting than he is. You know, he, they, the people around him are more into the fighting. He's just like, he's doing it, but he's not, like, he don't have his heart set in stone with fighting the best guys anymore. I remember when he was trying to fight Tevin Farmer at one point, that was like, when that fight didn't go through, he was like, all right, whatever, I'll just fight the best guys because I know who I could beat. And then when the Garcia fight fell through, that was to be another mega fight, but that fell through too. So it's like, it's like at this point, on top of that, he wanted to fight Lomachenko at one point. That fell through too. So it's like, he, at this point, he's like, I'm going to just fight whoever they put in front of me. And, you know, the same result is going to happen. And then that's it. He, he got to the point where he just fell out of love with just fighting these guys, knowing he's going to win. And I think that's where he got to the point too. Like, he, he's tired of just winning fights. I mean... Dude said he want to go to the trucking business. I'm yeah. crying. I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, hey, gotta respect the hustle, bro. Everybody yeah. gotta hustle at some point. But that is the reality. A lot of guys don't like boxing. And another thing that you brought up about Shakur Stevenson, and the only thing that could really hinder the superstardom that's already knocking on his door is getting caught up with the politics of boxing. You see, boxing is a hustle. That's what I tell people all the time. Boxing is not a sport, more so than it is a hustle. Yep. Guys that are promoters, these guys are daggone mafia dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of these dudes, going back to the days of Don King with Mike Tyson, Don King murdered two people, bro, before he became a promoter. Guy came out of jail, became a promoter, okay? A lot of these guys, the guys that are doing fights and, and, and closing fights like Danny um, Daniel Kinahan is close with Tyson Ferry and, and all those people over there and Billy Joe Saunders. I mean, boxing is a hustle. It's about the purse bid. It's about, it's about who can control the rights to a fight and be on the A side of the street and get more money. It's a hustle. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. We don't want to see Shakur Stevenson get caught up in that hustle, you know, of okay, the money got to be right, the, the side of the street got to be right, and I got to be A side, B side. Nah, just fight. I think Valdez is a, good, is a good fighter. I don't think it's the end of the world for him. I actually thought he, you know, he did what he had to do. He, he didn't get knocked out. You know, he had some flashes. He just didn't execute his game plan to the T. He didn't commit to the blitz and take him punishment to land his shot, which, you know, is one thing to say to do so is another thing to get hit by a guy that's hitting you from all cylinders. You know, a guy that's as good defensively as he is offensively. It's Shakur Stevenson. It was a good fight. It was a good fight to see two guys undefeated, okay, um, fighting for free on the ESPN. But now, obviously, Shakur Stevenson's price is going to go up. I just hope that his price can continue to go up, but he realizes the end goal, which is to be the best boxer in the sport and legacy, which is more so a bigger thing or should be a bigger thing compared to that paycheck. And I think Shakur Stevenson has those opportunities. Before we leave this topic, what is one Shakur Stevenson fight you would want to see? Where should he go from here? Oh, that's a great question. Um, 
That is a great question. I don't really have a, a particular name. That's that's the issue. I could do one for you. Well, great Meaning, to hear. I this one. Lomachenko. Vasily right Lomachenko. I would say soon. I, I would say Lomachenko get a, a, a tune-up fight. Maybe Shakira Stevenson do one more. And then they fight. I think I'm, right now, when you look at that, that fight, a Lomachenko and Shakira Stevenson fight, what makes that fight so compelling is that both of these fighters are smart. Correct. It will come down to who can outsmart and play chess better than the other. Shakur Stevenson is great defensively and offensively. Lomachenko, not so great defensively, but it's great offensively. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you talk about Lopez beating Lomachenko, even though you can argue Lomachenko gave away that fight, gave away five rounds, Lopez only had to win one fight, one round, which mm -hmm. he did in that 12. It will be interesting to see how that fight turns out because Shakur Stevenson has that dog. Vasily Lomachenko, he has that dog in the back end of the fight, not early. Okay. So if you get Shakur Stevenson confidence early in the first couple of rounds because your game plan is more on the reserve side and you're expecting mm -hmm. this punch, then Shakur Stevenson could have the edge. But if Lomachenko starts aggressive early, then I think we're in, a, we're in an interesting fight between two smart fighters with strong wing IQs. I think if... um. Right now, all right, now I'm, now I'm looking at the list. Um, before Lomachenko, he should fight Jorge Linares, the guy that he lost, the guy he, you know, Lomachenko beat. So I think the guy he fought, Javante Davis, he fought all of the top um, lightweights. And, you know, he's on his way out, 35, 36 years old. So, I mean, he's not on his way out. You know, he's still regarded as one of the top 10 lightweights in the division. But he's older, and I think that's someone Shakur, that's a name that Shakur Stevenson could take to put himself in that top 10 of lightweights, um, the, the conversation, to get to that belt. Because I think Shakur Stevenson right now is climb, trying to climb the ranks to become that, that champion, the universe, the champion in that division. So I think maybe he fights Linares, a guy who, like I said, he's highly regarded as a big name. You know, it's not, it's not, he's not in his prime. He's not like, you know, the best fighter out, but he's still in the top 10. And I think that's something he, he could go after right now. Yeah, I think that would be a good fight because Jorge Lenores is a very experienced fighter. He's been in there with Lomachenko. He's been in there with Devin Haney. He's been in there with a lot of these good top-level welterweights, and he will give him a, a good fight because he's an experienced guy. Look, he gave Devin Haney in the back end. In that mm -hmm. last couple rounds, I mean, he almost got Devin Haney out of there, mm -hmm. even though Devin Haney was dominating the first half of that fight. So that would be a good fight, and then maybe you step over and go over to Lomachenko and see if you could decode the Matrix. You know, um, only one person was able to do so. <laughs> and that was because Lomachenko helped him decode the Matrix yeah. by giving him five rounds. But the last thing I will say on this topic is the after-fight theatrics that went on during the press conference. There was a brawl during mm. the press conference. And maybe I'm looking into this a little bit too deep. Another thing that concerns me a little bit about Shakur is making sure... And like I said, I'm not in a circle, so I'm yeah. not qualified to talk about a circle. But I just want to make sure that he has the right people around him. You know, I, I think having a ball during, that's, that's unprofessional. I'm not saying he initiated a ball. He was trying to do his post-fight interview. But yeah. having the, uh, the people that you need around you is, is critical because that's a bad look. That can tarnish your image. Correct. Like, you won a good fight. Like, you dominated a fight. This is supposed to be your biggest night of your career. 
Correct. That can tarnish your image. Believe it or not, that little ball can tarnish your image. We all know he's from Newark. Newark is, come on, that's capital city, you know, of um, Compton. It was almost like Compton. But no. just having that, that, that circle and knowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking into it too deep. But I thought he had a great fight. I didn't like to see that little ball. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm a guy that sometimes those things interest me a little bit. Oh, fight, yeah. fight, 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 fight. But nah, I didn't want to see that in that t- particular Ooh. environment. Do you know? Do you know who the top, who the two um, parties that were fighting? Like who who were the two involved? It was just a big. Um, they never said who was involved. It was just like a big, almost melee, almost. Because Shakur, Shakur um, Stevenson ran off his interview to go for whatever, yeah. do whatever. Like who, who? And it was very loud. Like I'm watching the interview. He's trying to answer questions, and it was just mad loud from the gate. Like it just was a terrible environment. Honestly, after the fight. Listen, to be fair, I know I'm throwing shots. Anytime you have the, the baby there, it's going to be a brawl. He <sighs> had the baby walking him out with the hinges wall. Oh. So it kind of explains a lot to me now that I'm thinking about it. Because everywhere the baby goes, I mean, there's a, there's a big melee. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he initiated it. But you know what I mean. Everywhere he goes, there's a melee. That's just terrible, man. I mean, like you said, like, that's, I, that's big, though. Stuff, something like that can't happen. Especially, of course, after a fight like that, you can't be... So I'm a superstar. That's, that's like I said, that's Adrian Bronner-esque. You can't have that. That, that I can't I, I hope this doesn't fall back on him. Because like I said, his a whole broker happened, but you're the most recognizable face out of everybody. You you're the one that gets blamed for that. So I hope hopefully, you know, he doesn't get any any you know backlash from this. And indeed, Shakur Stevenson, ladies and gentlemen, he is a star and he's gonna get paid the big bucks. But speaking of big bucks, we're gonna talk about those big bucks when we come back. After this commercial the break, can you dig it? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Be a dig. 